Hi, and welcome to Shift. Just a quick note about today's episode. There are some scratching sounds in the first, basically like two or three minutes of this episode, and I really went through this and tried my best to get rid of them. They are still a little bit there, uh, but it does clear up around the three minute mark and become a lot uh, less scratchy. And, and basically, I think the episode is so good that I really wanted to keep it and I really wanted to share it with you all. Uh, but I just wanted to give you a heads up before you start that there are some scratching sounds, unfortunately, that I was not able to edit out in the first three minutes. So, well, the first three minutes starting from this point. So thank you for your patience with that, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to Shift, a college admissions podcast for a changing world. I'm Tyler, founder of Achievable. We have an affordable ACT course that includes everything you need to ace your ACT, full textbook, tons of questions backed by our memory-enhancing algorithm, and full-length practice exams. You can try it out for free at achievable.me, and if you like it, the code podcast gets you 10% off at checkout. Also, if you have a question or topic you'd like us to discuss in a future episode, please contact Tyler at tyler.achievable.me with the subject line podcast topic. Now, let's get started. So today, I've got Mark Gray on the line with me. Uh, Mark is actually the author of our ACT course, uh, him and his firm Odyssey, based out of Arkansas. Mark, if you just want to give us a little intro about you guys and, and what you do and your work in both the ACT and with college admissions, that'd be great. You bet. Uh, We are a firm based in the central Arkansas area, and our goal is to mainly be a one-stop shop for anything college readiness a high schooler might need. So we do, as uh, we've collaborated with you and Justin, we do prep, we do college admissions advising, and then we do aptitude testing to help kids pick their majors. It's a lot of fun, and our main goal is just to really uh, simplify the admissions process for parents and students. Parents typically really, really, really want to help their kids naturally, mm-hmm. but a lot of the way the admissions world has evolved, it's just different from when their parents were in school, and so we like to make the burden a little lighter. Great. Yeah, so on that note, today's topic is how to make your application stand out. And so as somebody who's, you, you've helped, you know, hundreds of students get into college at this point, um, it's like the most important thing in a way is there every like everyone who's trying to get into the top schools has good grades to an extent right and everyone has some extracurriculars that they're doing so how do you make an application stand out like what are the ways that and strategies you can employ yeah so you bring up something really interesting there's a um there's a currently a new book out uh written by becky munster sabke she was a former Ivy League admissions officer uh, at Dartmouth. And um, most of the students that they get are valedictorians with a four point plus GPA. So they're already getting the cream of the crop. And so what she often says, and what I would say is when you set out to differentiate yourself, your application, you want it to be two things, memorable and authentic, right? A student shouldn't contrive a version of themselves that doesn't really exist. If they're really into cats, you know, I've, I've seen a, uh, a student get into, I believe it was Rice, on an essay that she wrote about how much she likes cats. Now, granted, she did things, <laughs> she did things to, uh, to go a little deep. Become the cat whisperer. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she did, uh, she created this, um, uh, this interesting, like, website with infographics and stuff about, like, how to be a good, like, I don't know, cat person, like, cat owner, right? Um, and 
you know, ended up getting like a small following about it and did like workshops in, in her local community. Uh, and so, but she really likes cats, right? So if, uh, I, I find that when students try to sort of become what like the admissions person wants them or thinks that they should become, uh, they often don't have the energy to really make a compelling application because it's, it's hard to be fake, right? You get, you get tired and burned mm -hmm. out. So yeah, memorable and authentic. Yeah, very cool. And then beyond memorable and authentic, I mean, I think you, you also had a, an interesting story when we were kind of getting warmed up mm -hmm. here about somebody who uh, went to Italy. And I think that that's a good example as well. I don't know if you just wanted to share sure. that one real quick. You bet. So there's a student I worked with who, uh, He's an artist, but he has a cool story in the context of him liking art. So one, his dad's an artist mm -hmm. and right. all of his siblings are artists, right? So that's a really cool way to be memorable. It's not like, hey, I like art. It's, hey, I come from this, you know, this, this cool family tradition of art. Um, and then there was a point in his life where I think their, their family was going through a bunch of stuff. I, I think one year mom told me they went to like six funerals and Life was just hard, and they and, and, and mom said, we're going to do something crazy. We're going to sell our house, sell all of our things, and uh, go to Italy, and we're going to live there for a year. And so when, wow. he, when he was five or six, you know, he went to kindergarten at an Italian school, right? And everyone spoke Italian, right? And, <laughs> and so... And there it's him. Right, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, think about someone reading that application. They're going to find people who like art, right? They may even find someone mm. whose parents you know, might be an artist, maybe, but you won't find someone whose entire family is an artist and who, you know, lived in Italy for a year, right? And so he talks about how, uh, in his essay, about how that is, you know, the art that he was around in Italy, you know, uh, was one of the really cool, compelling things that kind of drove him to, to be an artist. I'm sure having parents and siblings being artists helped as well, but, but it all kind of wove together for a really compelling application narrative. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when you're, so once you kind of figure out what your angle is, like, how do you pull it into a story, mm -hmm. right? Like you can't just be like, yeah, so my family's pretty cool. We're all artists. And then I went to Italy one year. Like you've got to, sure. you've got to have a narrative, right? So to maybe talk a little bit about how to like structure that narrative and how to kind of come up with it. You bet. So there's a really good admission strategy is multifaceted. Like, like you can have a good narrative that's compelling but that still doesn't get you in. It has to be in the context of other things. And the cool thing about that is a lot of that is under your control. So take, for example, if I want to have a narrative, if I'm, if I'm picking an application narrative, I need it to be one that I can prove exists, right? If I'm going to say mm -hmm. I'm an artist, I need to somehow be able to demonstrate my expertise. And the, like one of the best ways you can do that is actually through your letters of recommendation. Right. Which mm -hmm. is not like one of the best things students can do is do that as early as possible. Like mm -hmm. I would even say like the, the latter part of junior year, uh, because the professor that they're going to ask uh, to write that he or she will be slammed come their senior year with writing. Another thing, like, let's say, you know, I have another student who he's gone through a series of back injuries. Right. And so this mm -hmm. narrative that he's spinning is is the fact that he has endurance. He's kept his GPA up through all these hardships, right? Right. What you're, what you're, the, the story you're telling, it needs to be able to be corroborated by the people who are writing your letters of recommendation, mm -hmm. right? So building those relationships and strategically picking people to write those things 
for you. They need to know you well enough to be able to, again, corroborate the story that you're telling. It, that, that story doesn't need to just be on your college apps. It needs to be, you know, woven throughout the entire thing. No, I, I think that's, I think that's great. And I think that's a really good tip. I also was curious if you just had any tips for like building the narrative into the essay mm-hmm. uh, as well, because that is going to be the core messaging component of this. Sure. So that, that gets really tricky. Um, when you it's hard to make like general yeah. advice for this i know right yeah, like, yeah 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 it depends on the person but just like if you had some general like start with the intro paragraph and then do three body paragraphs like sure. obviously not gotcha. but just gotcha. like so, some something along those lines okay so 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 first off there's a uh, a guy on tiktok that i really like gohar khan i think his account's gohar guides he's okay a, he's an he's an mit graduate and he has this thing to where like if I read your, if if your best friend read your essay and couldn't tell that you wrote it, then it's wrong, right? Like, yeah. whatever you're writing about, it needs to be like super authentic and, and genuine and something that you're genuinely excited about. So that's one, like, what would you like to write about? Like, what about your life is worth sharing? And two, you know, it needs to demonstrate impact in a way right so mm-hmm. i guess it's less of a it's less of a hey do this this and then this but it's it's more like a checklist right write something mm-hmm. you're passionate about write something right. that demonstrates you know a difference that you've made so i this third one has a has a caveat to it you need to demonstrate expertise but when i tell students that and they just take it and run with it. Often it gets really braggy and it's easy to be pretentious. Mm-hmm. I, I have these skills. This is, these are how great my skills are, right? Right. But so, so take, for example, that student uh, that I mentioned earlier who, who went to Italy. He has collaborated and done by himself a few murals here in the local, in the, um, in the local Little Rock area. Community. Yeah. And, cool. and so, so the fact that he has that to write about right? I really like murals because they do X, Y, and Z. So you're not having to say, hey, I'm good at watercolors and graffiti and this and this and that. You're like, I'm a muralist. Just just saying that alone shows that you're passionate, you've got expertise, and then the story that you tell about the mural demonstrates the impact. Is that better? Right. Well, and it demonstrates the expertise. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, show, not tell, right? You're just not mm-hmm. like, I'm super good at murals. It's more like, let me tell you about the time that I made a mural on City Hall mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's great. Anything else Any before we wrap up? Any closing thoughts on how to make your application stand out? Yeah, so this is a, a new thing that I'm seeing is you can actually use uh, social media to tell a visual narrative. So with a lot of my students, whenever I would, uh, you know, counsel them on different projects that they could do, to uh, you know, stand out in their application. I would often have them create websites for that, which is a ton of work. Mm-hmm. But you can actually do the same thing with just creating a LinkedIn account. And in the Common App, there's typically 10 spaces at the very end of the application where you can put you know, different things that you know, kind of complete your application, well, um, th- that, that round out the story. So at the very end of, of your application, whatever it is that makes you stand out the most, that needs to be at the very top of those 10 things Mm -hmm. you can put on your common application. So let's say you're an artist, okay? You can, Mm -hmm. if you have an Instagram page that is appropriate to put on an admissions page and and showcases your- Which you should, if you're you're actually trying to make a portfolio, you should have a separate Instagram. Yes. And you should make your 
personal Instagram private. That was something Agreed. we talked about in a different episode. Yeah. That's a different tangent. Anyway. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And you can you can put that link at the at the top. I recommend LinkedIn typically because you know on LinkedIn you can actually see who's been looking at your account. It's it's right. it's very cool when like, you know, Harvard <laughs> looked at your account it's 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 really cool to get that notification yeah yeah and and also at the end of the day like you're going to use this after college anyway so you might as well start now exactly exactly but uh when when admissions officers or an, a member of an admissions team when they click on those links and they do typically all of a sudden there's a picture to go with your face and you know like you want them to get distracted and lost in whatever it is you're showing them and so now you know you've humanized your application as well they now have a face right. and a story to really put with what they've read. Very cool. Awesome. Well, I uh, I really like all that feedback. Thank you so much. And yeah, this has been Shift, a college admissions podcast for a changing world, hosted by Tyler from Achievable. You can try our ACT course for free at achievable.me, and the code podcast gets you 10% off at checkout.